systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Now, Wang Dang Doodle, smack me in the booty. Look where I'm doing my duty. It, uh, you said duty. <laughs> it smells like smoke. Not the kind I just blew, but <laughs> a little ashy in the air this evening. It's very hazy out here in Arizona. Just a little bit. Because of the wildfires. Speaking of, who, yes, sir. Oh, who is that oh, debonair chap oh, sitting next you. to me? They call me Stinky Pete, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, he didn't have his deodorant for two days. Uh, we'll talk all about that this, this <laughs> Look podcast at all the episode. Bats. There are bats. This is the most bats I think I've ever seen. Outside at night, like they're flying over our pool. Uh-huh. And they're so cute. They're so tiny. This is the first step to our son becoming Batman. <laughs> uh, he, he, he now must. He's in good company, though. Fall down a well and make one with the bats. <laughs> hey, everyone. How are you? Pat and AJ here. This is Pat and AJ podcast. Yes, we're No, uh, it's the pod cactus now. Pod cactus. Officially, because we're both here permanently Listen, now. I can't afford to pay our, pay our voice guy to revoice everything nope. right now. So it's, it's the fucking podcast. It's the podcast. Okay? But no, it's uh, episode 45. Hello, everyone. How are you? Live from Oro Valley, Arizona. Uh, that's where we were both here. I'm touching her right now. Isn't it amazing? Look at that. She's already annoyed. She, we we already had our first, <laughs> and I'll cop to it. Um, Thank you. You better own this one. <laughs> you know, no. because again, we've we've laughed about this before. Where we're like, when when um, something about like we we just can't wait to annoy each other. Like you know, it's, <laughs> like maybe you're apart, but you're like, oh. So, uh, obviously, if anyone who's ever spent long amounts of time away from a loved one, like a wife or a husband, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. You've loved every minute of it. <laughs> no. When they come back, there is there's the initial, like, oh, my God, right? Maybe you yeah. spent just a couple of weeks. Maybe it was military. Maybe it was like a year yeah. or something, man. Who knows? But there is this very big initial, you're so happy to be around each other, and you're, you're, it's just, you're amazing. You're back in each other's uh, presence and company. And then there is... And I don't know when that is is, but the is could be within 24 hours, within 48, within a month. I don't know. But there will be the first time that you get into a scuffle with your loved one and you'll be like, son of a bitch. This is what it's like to have him back around. this." You are stinky, by the way. Put your arm down. Thank you very much. (laughs) Put your deodorant on. We have your bag now. (laughs) Uh, So uh, Pat got a little hangry yesterday. A little? You know, listen. Oh my, you guys. It's been a very rough like five days for no. me. I haven't been eating. I've been super anxious. I, I, I Why? Don't... Is it because you were moving across the country I with a teenage boy why. and two cats on a plane? I can't imagine that that would make you anxious. So I got very hangry and we had a few follies of events that led to a delayed dinner and it was it was bad. I it thought was he was going to divorce me, Shut you guys. Up. That's you how You did not. That's will how you... bad. I haven't seen you that hangry. Will you be quiet. That and... sounds ridiculous. No, but I mean that's how that's how mean you get when you're angry. I'm like, so hungry. And I'm I'm very much like, <laughs> I'm like my mom in that I, I am very picky about my fights. And most of them I choose not to engage in. So I just sit there and he just keeps going because he wants to fight because he's hangry. And it was, it, I, I thought he was going to punch somebody out yesterday. He wouldn't have punched me. No. But he, he would have punched somebody. And it was, it was bad. Um, we're going to get into, I guess... Many of uh, follies that I've had happen to me in the last five days, 
but I suppose we can just start with a little teaser of that one so you don't think I'm a gigantic asshole. For You're being, just an asshole. You're not a yeah, gigantic thank asshole. You. Um, we uh, did a Facebook Live yesterday, and when we were doing it, we said, hey, it's almost time to eat dinner. What should we have? And we let folks choose, and we had three options. And it was in and out tacos, or Thai food. Yeah, because there's an amazing Thai place that just opened up here in Oral Valley. And so immediately AJ takes In-N-Out off the contention because she wants to do it together, and I don't know. So it's between tacos and Thai, both perfectly great options. We end up going with Thai, and AJ's like, there's a place two minutes away from us. That everybody here has been raving about. Everyone is like, this is the place. I'm like, this is excellent. We look on their menu. I'm like, this looks great. Let's order food. We order food. This is our first little drive to pick up some dinner together. Yeah. And we drive the two minutes away to where this place is. In fact, we arrive early, so AJ takes me around like the little parking lot of I'm all like, the Look at all the shit. cool stuff. And then I walk into this nice little Thai food place, and they look at me cross-eyed <laughs> as to what the fuck I'm talking about when it comes to my order. That's because AJ um, ordered from them... But their other location, which is on the other side of Tucson. Yeah. Pat straight up thought. He comes outside and he goes, you ordered from the one in Phoenix. You ordered from the one, which is 90 minutes to the north. And I'm I sorry. said. Because they said they, for some reason, I blanked real fast. And it was a different place that I looked at locally that has two, two locations. One in Oral Valley, one in Phoenix. So you have to understand this. And this is something I've learned from being here for the last six weeks is that people reference stuff within like streets and cross streets. They don't say like, I'm on the south side of Tucson or I'm on this side. They'll say I'm on this and that street. Well, all I know is that whatever this and that I was is not where this and that (laughs) I needed to be. And instead, my food was waiting at another location. And AJ, God bless my wife, she calls them. And she uh, is calling to cancel the food, right? She goes, all right, look, we'll just cancel the order. We'll go get some in and out No big deal at this point. Yeah. It's a small inconvenience, but I'm not at by, by any means agitated. Well, well, you were getting there, though. I was getting there, but I was like, let's just get over this. So um, she calls this Thai place, and she goes, hey, I'm so sorry. I ordered from your wrong location. Like, I'm up at the other one, and the, the waiter... Kind of gives her like a like a half second pause instead of a quick like, okay, I'm so sorry. He gives kind of a well, I they already made your order, so I got to check endless. And then I felt terrible. And listen, I know my wife; she's the nicest person next to Jesus, which is why I'm a mega asshole <laughs> for for being so angry when I don't eat like a toddler. But she then immediately goes, "That's fine. We'll come pick it up." And then the waiter goes, well, no, no, no. If you don't know, no, no, no. My wife is all in. AJ's like, we'll come. It was 24 minutes away. Yeah. So at this point, we had to drive 24 minutes there. 24 minutes 24 back. 24 minutes back. We had already been on the road so for about. So it was an hour, yeah. So it was about an hour we were out. And my biggest thing was, and this is a stupid pet peeve I have. It is very, um, it is very first world it uh, is problems. Absolutely. <laughs> it is very first world. I get it. But, you know, it's the world that I live in. I cannot stand food that has been sitting. I am a stickler for food being, if I'm paying for, and listen, this has gotten very strange in the world of the the pandemic and DoorDash and how we deliver food now. Yeah. I'm very specific on what I'll order through DoorDash because I know it travels well. 
He got, he's gotten mad at me in past Thanksgivings for not being able to cook all the food at the same time. Well, no, but it sucks when one thing is, is like, you know, well, it's, it's like n- an hour done well, before and then you got to put it to the side. Yeah, it's, it's not like I serve it cold, but that's no. how picky he is. But so, you know, it's just one of my things where I like, I hate when food sits and as I call it, dying in the window, right? And I knew, I said, this food is going to be sitting for at least an hour. I'm like, at least an hour. And one of the dishes we had ordered was a fried dish. And it, everyone knows fried dishes don't last long. They have a five minute window of when they're delicious. Unless they're fried and like really thick. Like if it's like a chicken finger. This stuff was like a very thin layer of fried. It just yeah, didn't, it didn't I mean, make that's it. That's the whole point of getting something like that. So listen. Yes, I became a huge asshole because, like a toddler, I assumed we were going down the block to get my Happy Meal, and we'd be back in two minutes. And instead, (laughs) it took an hour and 14 minutes for me to come back and go, well, the fried stuff is cold and kind of whatever, but the other stuff is actually okay. Oh, it was warm, yeah. And by the way, I'm sorry for being a huge asshole. So, you you know. Wasn't going to divorce you. Yeah, but that's how angry you get. Like, and, it's scary. By the way, just to let you know how she's at the first, my ex-wife can also attest <laughs> that one time when we were dating, I got so pissed off and I was so hangry, she told me later, I thought you were going to break up with me <laughs> that night. And I was like, so no. this I, is a pattern of behavior, I'm like, Pat? I just needed the burrito. <laughs> Dr. Pat? Really bad. <laughs> So I need to eat. I'm like a toddler. Listen, I learned this. Well, uh, and hang you know. on. I did give him a pass, Yeah, which is not normal. Normally, I'd be like, dude, come the hell on. Like, this is this is childish behavior, and we're going to eat. Nobody's wasting away I mean, here. But I, I, I gave him a pass because, holy heck, 24 hours before, and we'll talk about this eventually. Um, you know, yeah. he was at an airport with two cats and Thank a teenager you. having his flight canceled, and having his like, bags lost. So I, I'm like, that is an incredible amount of stress, and I give you a pass. It is also, I've told AJ this, and it's it's really true. I We have very different relationships with food. Yeah, we do. We just do. AJ, it's, food is really, an, it is, she wishes she could vanquish this enemy and somehow just get a caloric intake to keep you fueled I'm a the recovering day. bulimic. So yes, I have a yeah. weird relationship with food. But like, you're probably more animalistic, like, you know, wolves. Wolves hunt and they eat for fuel to move on to the next hunt. Yeah. And that's how you are. You like, I fuel up for the things I do, but other than that, I'm not into it. Me, as you can tell by my physique. <laughs> Food is, an, food is an experience. Food's an experience. It's it's, it's an activity. It's, it's an activity. It's something to look forward to. Well, and I thought it's about something that. something to, to, to be desired and to, like, hunt down the best. So, you I know, thought about that because I realized that, I mean, I went, like, big grocery shopping on Friday because, you know, you guys were coming in Saturday. Yeah. And I had enough food for, like... A couple of, I had some yogurt, some cereal, and then I had like one dinner every night. That's how I ate here. Mm-hmm. And as I was shopping, I'm thinking about, oh my God, these guys snack so much. And even now, you guys have been here since two, you've been here two full two days. Two days, yeah. Two full days. Almost all the snacks I bought on Friday are gone. And by the way, not me, by the way, not well, me. Well, no, but you, but you've a contributed bit. a little, a little bit. bit. A little bit, but mainly my son. You know, but it's just you know I don't snack that much, so I had to like it was so weird to buy that many groceries when I've been like just I buying said, for just myself. Different relationships with food, man. It was a big deal in my household. We always sat down, ate those home cooked meals every single day, and you know it's a good time. Well, thank you for 
apologizing, but I do give I'm you a sorry. pass. I'm sorry. It's okay. I mean, but honestly. I've, I've been married to you for a while now. I know who you are. But like, honestly, doesn't that suck? Because it's like, this has happened multiple times. And not just to us, but like to anyone out there. It's like you miss that person so much and you finally back around them. And you're all butterflied and, and you're thinking about naughty things you want to do to them. And then, and you then ha- one of them ruins the moment. Yeah, and then like the f- one of them does, just fucks something up. And you're like, oh, fuck you. I and, didn't miss you, damn yeah. it. But we did still fool around last night. We so did. she did. You, you know, needed to relax. And if that's how it's going to happen. She well. didn't hold it against me. Or well, maybe I kind of held it against her. But. <laughs> so welcome into this podcast. This is Podcast 45. We're officially now the Pod Cactus. We're sitting in Oro Valley, Arizona. The sun is set. It is not 100,000 degrees out. What is no, it right it now? Is, Can you give us a temp check? Yes. I'm going to say 96. This is like, oh, this is like our, 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 our old school uh, radio show when you had to do a time and temp. What, uh, what's your guess? Mine is 96. I'm going to do 100 on the head. It's 95, I 95. Oh, nope, it's 97. 97. But I, I still win because okay. you went over if this is like Price is Right but rules. We are in, um, yeah, we're in a uh, heat wave here in oh, Arizona. Look, it's supposed to cool off in about a week, 102 there next week. I'll tell it you really, though. I know, I know. I'll say it every podcast. It's cliche, but the dry it's heat dry is heat. very, very different. You can actually, like, we are not it's sweating very right now. Dry. No, Pat even said that when he got in the pool yesterday and it was 108 degrees. He said, I, in back in Michigan, he was packing the pod and he said, I had to change my underwear three times. Three I was times. sweating so bad and it was only like 86. Soaked through my panties three <laughs> times. Soaked through your panties. Three times. Now Move you know what it's like to be a woman. Hauling shit out. <laughs> Out of the fucking house because it was so muggy. It was that, you know, last week in Michigan and just that humidity that came through that dome. And yeah, I'll take it, man. So, anyways, thanks for being here, everyone. Thanks for uh, hanging out, downloading. By the way, I was telling our son, we're, we're uh, uh, encroaching on 20,000 downloads. Our son was like, crazy. he goes, I don't, he, got, he gets all like defensive when we tell him we have to record our podcast. He goes, I don't like your podcast. I said, first of all, you never listen. Second of all, we're not doing it for you. And he goes, why do you do a podcast? And Pat's like, because we have 20,000 downloads. That's, That's pe- why. People are still listening. The day that it drops down to nothing, we'll be <laughs> done. No I'm, a- I was, I'm not going to force anything. Although, I'll tell you what, it, it, it was very weird for the first time ever when I was out in Hawaii for the month of February. Uh, my my uh, roommates there who owned the property where I was staying, to ex- like she couldn't wrap her head around the fact that I was just doing it for no money. And like for me, it was such a natural extension of well, I just got done doing this radio career and I, radio I'm just going to do the podcasting. And she looked at me, she's like, "So do you get paid?" And I'm like, "No." no. She's like, "Well, like, are you going to get it? Like, so you can get paid?" And I'm like, "No." And it was like just, if somebody walked up to us and said, "I'll pay you to do your podcast," I would absolutely take it. Yeah. But it's but you have to understand too, radio people like we have worked for so little for so long that doing this for free really doesn't feel that much different than actually being on the radio. But like you know, she was just you know she was a civil servant, law enforcement her whole life, and worked around the you know the 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 overtime you know rules and everything else. And he, here I am, this hippie, just like for fun. Yeah, we, we do this podcast. Why? Because the people love it, man. <laughs> That's why. You know. People, well, I, my dad almost crapped himself when I told him that there was a GoFundMe set up for this equipment we're yeah. using right now. And because we, your dad was trying to figure out how he gets it on that scam. Because <laughs> how do I get people to give me money for free? Well, but then he was like, wait, you don't make any money off your podcast? I said, no, but they bought the equipment for us. And then yeah. he was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just, just for the love of it's, it, man. So love, we appreciate man. you being here. I always order a special meal. Mmm. On this airline, I go with a seafood salad. 
an American. Well, I'll have their uh, kosher plate. A little slice of salami, some roast beef, some turkey, dark rye bread. Very nice. Now, if I'm flying United, I'll say I'm a youngster. I'll give me the kitty plate. That's a hot dog, a bag of potato chips, a gherkin, and a nice little bag of Oreo cookies. Mm. What do you think this is? Ooh, well, about seven hours ago, that was lasagna. But with all the delays, I heat it, reheat it, reheat it again until, uh, well, it looks like that. I had a friend once who worked in the kitchens here, you know, preparing the food. She lopped the top of her finger off slicing carrots one night. She looked in the pot. She looked for it and looked for it, never could find it. She thinks it was served on the Singapore run. Wasn't that something? Do you believe that, that they would do that? Yeah. I mean, I probably, this is the first time I felt normal. Really I, good. I think like the last hour or so. Good. How long have I been here for? Uh, about a little less than 48 hours. Take whatever travel movie you can imagine with all the follies, whatever your favorite one is. Home Alone, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I would say there's so many. And just wrap it all up into one, and that was me uh, traveling with my son and two cats. Cue the Benny Hill music, too. Just get that Benny Hill music going. Yeah, but I do feel like you should preface it with, it could have been so much worse. <laughs> it could have been. I've gotten really good. I've always used a form of empathy, and I didn't realize it until later later in life what it was. Um, but I've always used uh, empathy as a way to just get through any kind of hard time. And uh, I use a lot of that skill this uh, past 48 hours as, as follies unfolded in front of me one after another. Here's how the week was supposed to go. Our son was in his final week of eighth grade. It's a big deal, right? The graduations, special events, and all types of stuff. We had sold our house 45 days earlier. Yeah, we weren't really expecting to sell it that fast, but hey, what a market. The new owners, because of course, the buyers aren't exactly the ones who can push people around in this market, were gracious enough to allow us to occupy the home until our son graduated school. Without paying rent, which is awesome. No rent, no nothing, right? And I said, I will get out of there right after. And as soon as I got the date, I found out that on Thursday... He was going to graduate eighth grade, and technically at like 10.30 a.m., he was free of his educational duties to the state of Michigan. So here's how the whole thing was supposed to go down. I have a packing pod, okay? You've probably seen them advertised. I use the ABF. You pack pods. There's another one called pods. All types of pods. You drop off a pod, fill it up with shit, people take it away. And then they deliver it to your new house, and then you unpack it. Pod came out Monday. I packed the house with the intent of having everything in there up until Thursday when the only items left in the home are a mattress that I will then drag out to the front where the garbage man will take it away. And that's just how my week went. And then Saturday morning, the day of travel, we were officially handing over the keys to the new owners, we're very cool, by the way. Best people in the world. By the way, can I tell you that? Anyone who's caught up in the real estate market right now. You'd be lucky to find buyers this cool. We are. We're each other's best friends. They love us. We love them. 
I don't know what kind of relationship you have with the people that you're doing your transaction with. I had a, I had a non-existent one with the people that the man I bought this home from. Oh yeah, we were kind of shit out of luck here. Like yeah. we moved in and anything that was wrong or missing or like you're it's it just doesn't matter because this guy just poof disappeared in the thin air. And we we didn't want to be those people for our new how homeowners. So, so these, Pat like has been contact, you know, yeah, contacting them. Yeah, they've been very and cool. And like I said, I've been updating them with like, "Hey, it's going down. I'm going to get out. You're going to have your house, you know. Like I know they want this is their first home. They're so excited about it. They got it. a couple, they got a little guy that's going into kindergarten. I'm I mean, this so is everything. Excited for them. Right? So am I. So I'm getting that pod, packing it all, and that's already a pain in the ass. Like we said, we talked about this uh, heat wave that's gripping the entire country, and Michigan was just humid as balls. I was literally sweating through boxers, man. It's gross. Dragging stuff out to this pod. So everything is really going according to plan. Everything's happening as it should, even though I'm stressed as all get out. Up until Saturday. When the plan goes as follows, we are to hand over the keys to the new owners, drive from Flint, Michigan to O'Hare, Chicago. Now, you may say, why would you drive five hours to O'Hare when you're close to Detroit, Flint? I'm flying with two cats, my two cats, who've never flown. I've never flown with cats. So he figured a direct flight would be the best option, and Chicago to Tucson is the only one he could get. No directs out of Detroit. So I go, I would rather do five hours in the car with the cats than transfer like multiple planes, like like fly Flint to Chicago, then Chicago to Tucson, whatever. Yeah, no. So we make the drive, right? And we're doing it with a rental car. Even that worked out fine, by the way. We got a rental car in the middle of Carmageddon. Make sure you make your reservations early, boys and girls. But we had a rental car to drive from Flint to Chicago. No big deal. We drop it off at O'Hare. We get there. And this is where the adventure begins. Because if you have an animal, you can't just go to the little self-service kiosk. You have to check in in that line. You know that line. That line that everybody looks at and tries to figure out a way to get around it. (laughs) And most of us can because we go, oh, self-service kiosk. Yep. Right? Nope. Not not today. So I get in the line, and it's no big deal because we're literally we're there two and a half hours ahead of time. Way enough. You would definitely think that's enough time because I would. I had assumed this is going to take more time yeah. with cats, right? And by the way, up until this point, the cats are being rock stars. I had given these cats gabapentin; they were prescribed it from their vets, right? And it's a little doggy Valium or kitty Valium, and the cats were chilling in their carriers. On the car ride there, in the airport, minimal meows. Just a little random meow. Meow. <laughs> I'm just, still here, meow. Just enough to, like, catch, you know, like, people's attentions where they go, ooh, kitty, and they yeah. all look at the cat. So we're waiting in this line. This is where things go downhill fast, because I realize that this line is not moving. Not only do I realize that it's not moving, I realize that a majority of the people in the line are not there to check in for a flight. Uh Uh-oh. They're there because storms had rolled through Chicago and canceled a slew of flights. So these were all the people who showed up and didn't even get a chance to get to a gate. Yeah. Like, just got there, and they're like, oops, by the way. canceled, yeah. And I'm talking... Saturday night flights to Vegas. Oh, my God. Like, you know, those like there are people ready to finally start living life. And so what's happening? 
everyone who steps up there now it's now this is not just checking in no this is rescheduling this is rebooking yeah. this is hey we can't get you on a flight till tomorrow now we have to get you a hotel like and, that's and, a lot and this is also you're dealing with people who are either a taking it with grace b taking it with not so much grace which i've been one of those people so i will never judge you at an he's airport he's been a ken he's been a ken and, right. and, and a karen before and even my son was pointing him out like i think that guy's having a rough time i'm like i think he probably is oh that lady's a karen so what happens is is i quickly start realizing we've been in this line about an hour oh my god and we've moved about 10 feet that's bad and that's when i go holy shit there's a chance we could miss our flight cuz i also know once you check in there's this whole to-do when you go through TSA. Yeah, I mean, going through TSA... In general, but with a cat... With ca- with animals It's is, a whole thing. It's a big deal. So I'm already starting to freak, and literally, like, the hour turns into an hour and a half, turns into an hour 45. And there's only three people in the line with animals. It's me and my son, a woman behind us who had flew from Dallas to Chicago to get a Border Collie puppy. Okay. It's a cute little eight-week puppy. And then there was a guy about one row over with a, a cat in a backpack who's an expert traveler, according to him. It was totally chill. And he was the same way, like, yeah, this is uh, not good. You know, I just find it so ironic that I've, I consider myself pretty well-traveled. I've never been on a flight with a cat. And not only were you on a flight with your cats, but you were on a flight with somebody else with a cat. Like, that's crazy to me. So um, we start figuring out, like, this is, and, like, my son's starting to figure it out. And once his panic sets in. It, that's it. Like, then it Your just, panic sets in because you're trying to calm him down. Yes. It's almost impossible not to panic with him. So, as we're, I kid you not, about two clicks up from the front of the line, right? Yeah. And we've been, and, and, and at this point, we have about 45 minutes <gasps> until our flight leaves. Oh, I vomit. <laughs> so, I'm thinking, like, dude, we just get checked in and just... Book, book it, it, yeah. Just book. I, and, and right as I'm ready to get up there, a woman comes over and says, anyone who has active flights, we'll put you in this line right here. And I'm like, that's good. That gets us away from all the people who are in, yes, you know, uh, rescheduling. Reschedule, re- rebook mode, yeah. Armageddon, right? Except now this little mini line she puts me in ceases moving. And my original line is moving faster. Oh, my God. And I start pleading with people. Like, I'm going to miss my flight. I said, I'm going to miss my flight. I have cats. Please, can I check in? One family straight up acts like they don't know what I'm talking about. Did they about. just pretend they didn't they hear They look you? up. They look down. That's they look so away. And All I you go, have to say is no because, like, sorry, man. Because it, it's possible they could miss their flight, yeah, too. who knows? And then the next guy goes, sir, sir, you, go, 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 go. That's nice. And I go, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. So my son and I and our cats, boom, right up there. And I go, I'm here for the 719 to Tucson. It's like an Old West movie. It's like the 310 to Yuma, <laughs> okay? I'm here for the 719 to Tucson. I got two cats. I got to check in three bags. Let's go. And that's when the nice, the nice woman, and by the way, these people are pros. They're happy to be back to work. Everyone in the airline industry, even if you're being a dicky passenger. They're just happy to they're be back to work. They're happy to be yeah. back to work. She looks at me and goes, oh, Tucson, your flight's canceled. Oh, my God. <laughs> I 
Now, at this point in time, there's a, a drop in blood pressure, and you just got to figure out psychologically where you are next move. You do have to think before you at, react to a situation like that. You have to think hard. Now, I already know there's no other flights to Tucson. That no. Because I knew I caught the late one. I'm like, that's the last one. Well, it was one. hard enough just to find one that went directly to Tucson anyways. You had to drive to Chicago. And I look at her, and I go, what about Phoenix? And she goes, oh, I could get you on Phoenix. Oh, perfect. And I go, direct? She goes, oh, yeah. I go, Great. Book it. Done. Yeah. And she goes, excellent. It leaves in about an hour and 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. And so now she's giving me flex time Yeah. to get through the TSA. It's not like it left in 15 minutes. Exactly. And I'm like, you, my little smiling princess behind the counter, are my hero. Can I tell you, by the way, that here I have never felt so helpless in my life. I woke up at like 7.30 on Saturday morning to walk our dog because that's the time you have to take him out when it's this hot here. Yeah, yeah. But I just, the whole day, I was stressed out for them, but I was so helpless. And he called me on the way to Chicago to tell me everything had gone well. Cats were fine. Everybody was packed up. He's like, we're on the road. We're making this happen. We were doing great, man. We were listening to tunes. Yeah, and I was like, thank God. I'm like, this is going smoothly. I'm so happy for them. I listen. I'm not a hardcore Catholic, but I prayed. That's how scared I was for the the entire day for them. And then I didn't hear anything for a few hours. And I said, "Okay, I can't imagine what he's going through with TSA and all that stuff." So I'm not going to text him. At around like 5 p.m., I said, "Huh." He never said like we're taking off. He never said we're getting on the plane. I said, "I'm going to text him." I said, "No, wait a second. He gave me his flight number." So I look up his flight number. Mm-hmm. It was crossed out. Yeah, that's right. It said canceled. And I almost vomited and kept refreshing, thinking it was a mistake. <laughs> I'm sitting here in Arizona, again, totally helpless, like, oh, my God. And I, I just, I, the best news in the world was when he said, hey, can you drive to Phoenix, which is 90 minutes away? I said, yes, absolutely. As long as you're, because all I was thinking is, what do you do? Like, you're not local. You're not from Chicago. You can't just drive home for the night. You have two cats, no food, no litter box, nothing. I said, holy hell, what's he going to do? So the best news ever was saying, we're coming in. You just have to come get us in Phoenix. I said, no problem. Now we um, we get our Phoenix tickets, hit TSA. Which was fine, by the way. The, the absolutely fine. Well, because the, they did. You have to remember, even though you've never yeah, done this before, they do this it. all day long, and they totally have a cat TSA lady. <laughs> if you don't think they don't like radio the one, hey, we need the cat lady up at uh <laughs> up came, at Terminal Three. She came right up. She's like oh, kitties, and by the end of our thing, like she's showing me, she has her phone out. She's showing me pictures of her oh, cat. I did realize one thing too, by the way, and of course, I'm a very happily married man these days. I'm very, I'm very cuffed up, as the kids would say. Um, man, I could nail all kinds of strange by walking around with a cat in a bag. <laughs> I never. Were, I'm sorry. Were you a pussy magnet? <laughs> I gotta tell just every all but different. <laughs> I mean, I would have had my pick of the litter. No pun intended. Of like. <laughs> Young, old, my age, I mean, wherever I wanted them, man, this cat was just, man, both of them. So <laughs> TSA went fine. They gave us a cat lady with a TSA. It, 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 now, we requested the personal screening because what you have to do is 
The cats, you can't put them through to the, the x-ray, x-ray. for obvious reasons. Well, although it would be kind of cool to see, like, hey, look, there's poop in my cat. Well, you I, know? <laughs> I, I kind of hoped that they would just, like, take the carrier, inspect it with the cat no, in it. But, no, no, they have to run it through the x-ray, so yeah, you have course. to take the cat out, Because the one terrifying. time that they do that, someone sneaks in something. Uh, exactly. And then, you know. So what happens is you can request, if you do not believe that your cat is or animal, whatever it is, your monkey, I don't know, <laughs> is not uh, calm enough for you to hold it and walk through. Well, could, can you imagine being in that line with all oh, those people man. and taking out a cat and who just, just loses and it? And just holding it, right? It's terrifying. They said, if you'd like, you can I pictured our cat running through O'Hare like and people chasing him. That's what I pictured. Which, which by the way, TSA said, it's happened it before. Happens, they yeah. said, we have had cats run wild in O'Hare. It's fun. <laughs> And, and and she she goes, you'll miss your flight, but it's fun. <laughs> it's fun for her. Um, so we get the little personal screening, and what they do is you take the cat out of uh, the uh, carrier, and then you hold the cat. So in the do room. they take you in? Yeah, they take you into a separate room, right? Yeah, okay. and then you hold the cat in the room, and then and then they take the carrier out to the machine, okay. and they run it through, and then they Perfect. come back, and then you put the cat back in. Apparently, the fat cat with our our son was fine. Like they were. Just perfect. And I was worried about that cat because he's usually pretty feisty when it comes to carriers. My Savannah cat, (laughs) holy balls, was calm as a cucumber the entire time. That's what you said. He was literally limp from the gabapentin. Gabapentin out, chilling, no big deal, random meows, just let you know he's meowing. And then it's like he sprung to life. And I had the I had two handfuls oh. of skin on him, and he's digging his claws into me. Who did he get you? Oh, he got me. And I think the cat lady, TSA lady, knew because uh, she seemed to be get back pretty damn fast. Oh, she knew. And, yeah. Like we both Coming got him through. We both got him back in there. And then, like I said again, like she stops pulling out her phone, showing me pictures of her cat. I'm like, listen, I'll take your number if you just want to give it to me. I understand. <laughs> We want to continue our relationship. Listen, just because of how nice she was to you, I, I would have let you text her. Thank I'd be like, cool, much. throw her a bone. <laughs> um, so but so then we had to uh, uh, regroup and you go to your gate, right? Now, here's the thing. We are at this point, even though we're going to a different location, we're in the same times, like, I'm in the same, like, things are going as expected. I'm just flying somewhere different. Yeah. Like, all my timing is... Working out. Well, it worked out, too, because you the flight to Phoenix was yeah. later. So you, you now, made up all that time you spent in line. That was up until you show up at that gate and you realize that everyone on that flight to Phoenix has been delayed all day. Oh, God. And that flight was originally scheduled for 445. So if we're doing math on that, 445, let's say they got there. It's O'Hare, so you're going to come early. Two so they, o'clock. They got there at 2. Maybe they left wherever they were going at like 1 so they've been there for a and solid eight hours it was, already? It was like eight o'clock yeah. at night by that point in time. People were fucking over it, and then they saw the cats. And then everyone's like kitty-witty once again. They all come up to the cats, and so they're like, look at the cats. You didn't, so nobody like saw the cats and rolled their eyes? Nobody. Because I know that. Nobody. I know that we do that, and I'm guilty of it, too, depending on the mood I am in. And I'm a mom, too, so it's really not fair that I do, because I've flown with a baby before, too. But when like a baby shows up at the gate, you either think, oh, look at the baby, or you think, oh, shit, there's a baby yeah, on the yeah, plane. Yeah, right, right, So right. that's what I was thinking. I'm like, is everybody, there's going to be Listen. half the people say, look at the kitty, and then all, half of the people say, oh, shit, I, there's a yeah. When I mean all of O'Hare <laughs> was a bunch of goddamn zombies. Because, listen, people had finally left their fucking houses after 18 months and their traveling places. 
and they're happy and they're excited and they've been delayed out their ass all day. Everywhere I looked, there were people that just looked like they wanted to bang their heads off the walls. <laughs> so I brought, I feel like, some compassion to Aww. this flight. And people were playing with the cats beforehand. Oh, I love it. Now, this is where you folks are going to say, you know what, man? It sounds like all's well that ends well. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't again, you know, it wasn't the worst thing that could happen. And I want to tell you what, we got on that flight and I put those cats, stuffed them right underneath the uh, carrier. Yeah, did they, so the, the carrier has to, does it go under the seat in front of you? Yeah, it goes under like. Did it, did they fit? Yeah, they were fine. Okay. Everything was good. Because our one cat's really tall and I was worried about nope, that. they both fit in their little carriers. We sat in there. We took off cats, random meows here and there, but no big deal. And that's the part you were really worried about, right? I think that's the part everyone's worried Is about. You're worried about your cat screaming because we had in Flint a coworker who we love so much, Jenny B., and uh, her significant significant other, Erin, who also worked with us. Yeah. They had two Savannah cats, not just one like us. They mm-hmm. had two. And they moved from Flint to San Francisco for work. And she said it was like their worst nightmare. She's like, the cats screamed the entire flight. The entire time. She said, I just had to sit there and breathe and remember, I'll never see these people again. So I feel like it's like torture, but it will end. Which I feel like I already did with my son when he was about a year old or maybe nine months. We flew me and him, just me and him, Seattle to Milwaukee to Chicago. Oh, Chicago. That's right. And it was, I was that dad with the screaming baby in the middle seat by himself for four and a half hours. That's a long flight. So I get what she was saying. He was so good for me on the way to Seattle, from from Seattle to Milwaukee. Um, (laughs) So I I was, you know, that was the biggest part. I go, if they just lose their shit, if they just start. Like right there, just meowing. meowing. They know that I'm talking about. He's at the window. He's like, shut up. But if they just lose their minds, like, what do I do? Like, this is what do you do? You're on a plane. Um, But they were great. They were fine. We flew. I fell asleep on the plane. They were probably just as tired as you. That's a lot of stress. We landed in Phoenix. We touched down. AJ texts me, I'm here waiting for you. She even picked me up a pizza from my favorite Chicago pizza place, which of course has a location. In, multiple in, locations in phoenix oh because you know there's the pipeline between chicago it was and, so and arizona but so she you know she's outside my wife of, of, of uh, i haven't seen her in six weeks i'm so excited the cats are doing great i go and of course we're getting the luggage we get one bag we get two bags and then we're like great we're done which would have been cool except we had three bags and uh that's right folks if you're doing the math you brought three bags but you only got two bags. That's right. One bag is out there in Bagland, <laughs> and that means, indeed, I had my bag lost. Yes, it is the outcome, the nightmare scenario. I think that is even more dreaded than the canceled flight. I think more dreaded than the delayed flight is the ba- yeah losing it's your bags, the is, lost bag. Yeah, because you. You know you'll get on a flight eventually. It may not right. work, but the bag that's full of all your stuff, it's man. It's your stuff. And in your mind, you're thinking, where the fuck is it? <laughs> it's out what there. if it never comes back? It's in bag land. And exactly. You, you, always, you know, as soon as they put you on a different plane, you know that's a possibility. It, oh, it is such a possibility, and you, there's nothing you can do about it. So I'm sitting there, and of course my son, so now again, once again, my son's anxieties start kicking up because he goes, Dad, where's he your other bag? walked out of baggage claim shaking. Like, he had one of the cats, and he was shaking. And I said, okay, pal, like, just breathe. That was the first time I've seen him in six weeks. I, I feel so bad. Don't. I'm like, I don't want to send him out there anxious no. to you. But I said, listen, 
I'm going to wait. Maybe they're getting the other, you know, load of bags or whatever off the plane. I said, why don't you take our bags we got? Go out there. Go see mom. Yeah, he took the cats out. The other two bags were in the car. Right. I had, And here's how much I didn't care. I had people honking at me nonstop because I was waiting there. I was in the cell phone lot. And then when he said, we're at baggage claim, I did the responsible thing. Then you drive over and wait. Yeah. But, and it was also, it was 11 o'clock at night. So it's not like the midday rush. There wasn't a lot of cars. People were still honking at me, though, because like you said, Zombie travelers, oh, yeah. crabby, exhausted. Piss off. And yeah, I had la- I, one lady flipped me off and I just smiled at her. I'm yeah. like, you're not going to ruin my night. I don't care. My boys are here. And then Pat walks out <laughs> empty handed. And I said, <laughs> I, I said, I, before he could even say it, I said, don't worry about it. Get in the car. Let's, Let's go. go home. That's it. She was like, it, it was like mom. You know when like mom picks you up? From school and you got into a fight and, and and you got a bloody nose and you're half crying and half pissed off and she's like that's fine let's go Just get in the car let's go uh, at that because oh, we had 90 minutes to drive home and i'm like i don't care everybody's exhausted i said i'll legit drive back here tomorrow and pick up your bag i don't care let's just go so um yeah i i was not alone by the way i was uh standing next to a, another woman weary traveler she got none of her bags came Ooh, out. See, at least you got yeah. you got your two big ones. The so, small one is the one that was missing. I went to the uh, little dude, the little uh, little stand, you know, where they got the uh, baggage people. I go, look, pal. Here's, that poor guy. <laughs> here's my deal. Two out of three came. He goes, all right, you got your little claim. And I got to tell you, I never, never keep those bag claim tags. No, and nobody for does. For some reason, I had them all yesterday. And God, it was divine intervention. I give it to him, and he goes, all right, well, it looks like that bag's in Chicago, sir. Now, listen, I've, I've heard this shit before. I've been in Chicago, and they've told me that my bags are in Hawaii. <laughs> I'm used to my bags for some reason getting a, a – they get a well-rounded <laughs> travel trip. experience. They really do. And for the amount that I'm paying for them to tr- fly these days mm, – Good for them. Good for the bags. <laughs> so he goes, look, it didn't make the flight, but we, we're going to have it here tomorrow. Well, and if you've ever had a bag lost on a flight. It happens or, all the time, right? It happens all the time. We had it happen um, after a wedding in Seattle once. And I did panic a little bit because my medication was in there. And that's what they always say. Don't pack your meds. I know. And, they, they t- and, and that was the first time we've heard that. They're like, don't pack your meds in a checked bag. If we lose it, you won't have your meds. And that's kind of on you. So, But they delivered that bag to my house Two days after we landed. I mean, it just showed up at the door. It was like magic. So I'm like, oh, that's not so bad. But Pat says, uh-huh. well, yeah, I packed all my medication in that yeah, bag, even though I knew I shouldn't. I did well, it Because anyways. I didn't want to travel with anything except the cats. Well, I wanted to travel with cats, phone, wallet. Well, be- that's it. Because, too, like when you are traveling to move... You are stuffing every last thing in that bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, random stuff you find around the house. So I don't blame you for not. And 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 the cats were your carry on because you couldn't yeah, carry another bag. They're on. considered your carry on. So did you have to pay extra for that? By the way, for what the cats? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, buck twenty five a cat. Are you shitting me? Ooh. So they're considered a carry on, but you have to pay extra. Hell yeah, dude. My ticket. That's bullshit. My <laughs> ticket was only one hundred and seventy five. That's bullshit. What, what I wanted to do was buy them their own full fare so they got their own seat. This is what I'm saying. I'm like, could they sit in the seat if, like, the full, For that much money, they should have a seat. full fare is 176 If under the, the chair is $125, i am going to bump them up for 50 Right, bumps. bump them up to business class. So, now, listen. Fine. You, you don't have your meds for a day. It's not the worst thing in the world. Whatever. 
except this is where you have to start using your noggin, right? I want you to think about this. They said, sir, your bag will be here tomorrow. Where did I fly into? Phoenix. Phoenix. Hour and a half north. Where were we immediately driving? To Tucson. Yep. And I had to explain this to the man, and he goes, sir, if you uh, go over to our baggage claim office, you can file a claim, and they will have it delivered to you. I go, that is excellent. That's what I need to hear. Yeah. So I walk over to where he says this office is, and that's where I see the line that rivals the line that I saw in O'Hare. <laughs> and I'm still sitting out in the car. You're still outside at this point. By baggage claim with our son and the cats and right? the two bags. And I, I walk up, and I see this big line. There's one dude working the counter. And I look at everyone. I go, everyone lost bags, Chicago? And a majority, they go, yeah. I go, okay. And I walk right out of the airport. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I go right into the car, and I go, we'll deal with this yes, tomorrow. Yes, don't, you know, you have to know when to throw in the towel. And I told him, I said, this is it. We, we're going to go home. And I kissed my lovely wife, and I said, let's go home. Put on your coats. We are going <laughs> out to, to eat. eat. <laughs> so that's. Again, that's, yeah. it, it was it was follies, but my God, I know it's cliche. It could have been so much worse yeah. with two cats. There are, You know what I was worried about? I was worried that not only would the cats meow on the plane, I was worried that maybe their ears would be bothered from the yeah. pressure change. I was worried that they would pee or poop in their yeah, carriers or, and, yeah. or vomit. My God, like they didn't do any of those things. Those carriers are spotless. I'm amazed. Yeah, you know, um, I got to be honest. There were probably one or two kids on that plane because, I mean, again. You said that, that there were kids that were, were louder on the yeah. plane than the cats. Because, I mean, think about that. If you're traveling with kids, you've been fucking delayed all day at an airport? And kids. Holy smokes, we know, man. Uh, we know how kids act when they're tired, just like Pat. Yeah, um, They you. throw tantrums. Thank you very much. That's why <laughs> feed me and leave me alone. But that's what led me to my flight from hell with our son is because we were delayed with that flight. So, listen. Or like I said, with your canceled flight, I'm like, you're going to end up in a hotel with oh, two cats no. who are no longer drugged up. You have no food, no litter. Yep. Like, that's no. what I was. I'm like, that's worst case. Oh, my God. And it didn't happen. So, I'd say... And and tell me if I'm wrong on this because I wasn't there. Go ahead. I'd say um, out of a hundred percent, you're about uh, seventy thirty maybe. Yeah, 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 totally. It was. Uh, it could I'd have been fifty very, fifty. It could have been <laughs> very positive because yeah. my my biggest concern were just these cats going ape shit and what happens. I mean, I get annoyed at my cats meow, so I can't imagine like a plane. other people. Yeah. So that was my big thing, and and the bag. I'm not gonna be. I started to trip out about trip out about the bag a little bit just because in the days following the bag, um, it was very hard to get a straight answer on when the bag would get to me. And in fact, I just had to drive to the Tucson airport today, which is only 20 minutes. So that's very doable. That's bullshit. It was, <laughs> it was 45. Was it? Yes, it was. It was rush hour. So oh, 45 sorry. there, 45 back on a Monday on a Monday. Uh, but yeah, so unfortunately it was a little stressful getting it, but I do have it back because otherwise you wouldn't be hearing us okay? No. because a lot of the podcast, yeah. I have my laptop in that computer and that's, I, I need it for all this stuff. So again, I'm just so proud of you guys, you, both of you, because you and our son, I mean, all three of us are, are anxious messes and. You know, I apologize to our son for bringing him into the world like that. I don't <laughs> give him passing along our anxiety. But the fact that you two held it together. He was great. 
He I was thought great. I was. I thought I was going to get when I saw your flight was canceled. Just on my phone, yeah. I said I'm going to get a phone call from our son that says Dad got arrested because he threw a fit. <laughs> and then I'm like, then we are really up. Ye Shit's of Creek. no, ye of little faith. Come on, I am Clark forty two. In fact, now I'm forty three, so it's Clark forty three. Clark forty three. Okay, come on, man. I I. The, you know how you acted in the car when you were hangry. That's how yeah. I thought you'd react to the flight ah, being canceled. That's Clark eighteen. <laughs> That's Clark 18 when he's hungry, okay? I'm very proud of you guys. That was a big feat. That's a lot of pressure, especially yeah. for two people with anxiety. And, and yeah. cats, too. Think about it. Cats are like babies. They can't tell you why they're stressed I mean, out. They just meow. What so. I was telling Dylan, I was like, I was like scary dude. for them, too. I'm like, they don't know what's going on. They don't know where they're going. They don't know. Like, all of a sudden, they're just in a little container, and yeah. now they're just going somewhere. So, you know, I mean, for anyone who's ever, listen, I wouldn't, um, if you have to do it, like if it's a no holds barred situation, like with us moving, moving or something, yeah. um, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Well, my mom was asking about it. She yeah. said, she said, well, wouldn't it have been easier to drive? And I said, no. absolutely not. I said, no. it's, I drove nine hours a day for three days in a row. It took me three and a half days to get here yeah. at three different hotels. And I had a dog, a bird, and a snake with me. And that was stressful. Yeah. I can't imagine doing that with cats. No. I cannot imagine. It was just we had to get from point A to point yeah. B as, 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 as fast, fast as, as possible. possible. I still, so good job. But I still don't fall into, at least not with mine, and hey, I'm not, I'm not judging you, but you know, I just still can't, I don't think they're meant to be, you know, travel, travel companions. I just, I disagree with that. I some follow, folks like taking them. I know. Listen, I what, follow a lot of cats on Instagram that I are know, literally traveling cats. They go kayaking. I mean, that's what they do. One of my buddies would just give me shit about that. Cause he's like, Oh, I just realized that like your family is one of the few that doesn't travel with the animals when you go on vacation. I'm like, cause it's called fucking vacation. Okay. Yeah, I don't I'm know. Lo- I don't know when we turned into like the animals come with us everywhere. Listen, I'm okay? the world's biggest animal lover, but you know, what was really nice for the last six weeks, not having cats wake me up at 4 a.m. for food. So I'm glad that I could bring them back to you. Back Thank to you, you for that. Oh, they woke me up at 419 this morning. And here's the worst part. Yeah. Here in the desert, the sun's starting to come up. Listen. And I looked outside and I felt like a new mom. I'm like, this is what this felt like when our son was a baby. Listen, I'll tell you, man, they're, they are pushing you around because they can. Because guess who did not wake me up at any kind of ungodly time? It's like they never, it's like they we know. didn't miss a beat. It's like they know, it's like the kids know which parent they can push around. They know exactly they know. which one. They're like, but, okay, let's get this lady up early. Come on, lady. Let's go do yeah, stuff. Yeah, but what a ham. I mean, he, and this is a Savannah cat. Has been showing me more affection. He has been up your ass. I mean, he's sleeping on my head. And when I say on my head, <laughs> like a hat, like he had a paw in my face. He was curled around my head and like a me, so much. He was curled around my head in a C shape. He had his nose pressed up against my cheek and he was purring. So it was actually kind of relaxing. But then he, every time it's he like moved, a fur. It's, like, it's like having it a was fur, like having like a fur a hat. Yeah. yeah. And then every time he moved, like he would cover my face more. And eventually I had to text Pat with one hand. I'm like, please help. I can't breathe. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's really hard to get mad at See? him for waking me up that early when he's being all sweet. So I'm very happy that you guys are here. I'm very happy that the cats are here yeah. and then it, I won't say it went off without a hitch, but it went fairly smooth. We're all here. You're and, all and here. we're alive. No one got arrested. Nobody got arrested. No one escaped. No. <laughs> no we're all good. They're all win. <laughs> the Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. Patandaj.com. 
Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.